You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Graceland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Graceland After Show. Yes, you heard that. You know what time it is. You know why you're tuning in. You are here for the AfterBuzz TV after show for USA's Graceland. This is Season 2, Episode 8, The Ends. We're going to be breaking it down for you tonight. I am your host, Stephen Lemieux, joined here tonight by the one and only, the beautiful, the amazing, the I-cannot-do-a-thing-without-her. And I'm going to just keep going on. Stephanie Georgie. Thank you so much. Hey, y'all. Good to have you here with me, Stephanie. Um, just a shout out, I will not be here next week. I'm going to try to call in, mm-hmm. but I will be in the state of North Carolina. And, I, and I will do my best to uh, do it the way Steven does for all of you viewers. All right, so let's fade this music out and let's kind of dig in the episode. All right, sounds good. Dubstep is killing it, but okay, before we start this, guys. Okay, actually, I'll, I will say that the episode is really good. I enjoyed the episode. It was. Um, before we start this, guys. We have not gotten enough iTunes ratings. And I'm looking at you viewers. I'm looking at you listeners. You guys need to go on iTunes, Please. rate and subscribe, and leave us a comment. Because if you don't leave a comment, I mean, how are we going to shout you out? I can't shout out nameless anonymous person number seven gave us five stars. But shout outs to everyone who already did. Thanks, guys. Mm, shout out to everyone on uh, YouTube as well. I might run through those in a little bit on my computer, but... Seriously, guys, go to iTunes, rate and subscribe. It keeps us searchable, keeps us at the top, and we like being at the top. We're like Mike. We want to make it to the top. All right, guys, so let's break into this episode. This is Season 2, Episode 8, The Ends. And, uh, you know, I really enjoyed this episode. It was really easy. It was like a catch-up. It was a little bit of a catch-up, and it really just kind of set the grounds for what we're going to be expecting for the next for the end of this, for the right. final episodes of the season, I cannot believe we're on episode eight already. I know already. Like, we have five episodes left. I can hear you. Okay, good. I I just don't in my headphones. Hello, hi. Okay. <laughs> hi, Stephanie, Georgie. Okay, you, you with us? Mm-hmm. You with us? All right. Um, I'm I'm excited for where the season's going. I'm excited to see um what they're going to do with Mike's character in the final five episodes because he really needs that reality check that's going to kind of bring him back down the earth. Um, this episode made me really hate Paige. Because she's getting tired. Well, because she's just, she's overstepping bounds that yeah. I don't feel like she's allowed to overstep just because she slept with Mike. Right. Does that make well, sense? Yeah, because, for instance, when she was like, do it or you're going to get hurt. Yeah. That was doing too much, especially because we understand what you had to go through and everything, but the circumstances are... Had you had not been in that position to be around the fe- the girls, you wouldn't would, care as much. You wouldn't care as much. I'm and sorry, I, and Paige. I'm so sorry. It's unfortunate, but she shouldn't undermine everyone the way that she is. I'm filling out an FBI report to send them in right now. It's like, 
Bitch, no, you ain't. What are you doing? You ain't doing nothing. Like, fall back, lady. Calm down. Like, seriously. All right. So we'll get to that. I know. <laughs> so that's <laughs> like, how we really feel about like, Paige really, right like, now. That's what we're running. That's like running through our minds right now. But right, guy, right now we're going to break down the bank heist storyline. So the bank heist storyline is they're going to try to take mm-hmm. the parachute out from under Sid and his people, which we found out his crony number one is named Archie. His what? His crony, like his little right-hand man. Oh, that guy? Yeah, we find out he's named Archie, and I was like... That's too funny. I was trying to pay attention to that, but I didn't... I know. I was, like, going through my notes, and I'm like, okay, finally we have a name for this guy, Archie. They pick, like, the worst name, the most... I'm not going to say most unlikable name, but for a villain, it's, like, kind of comical for, like, hi, guys, I'm Archie. Want to go do some drugs? Yeah, so uh, Charlie Briggs are talking about Billy. Mm -hmm. Um, Billy is the person that they know who's... Which apparently... I think they've known each other since high school. Because yeah, they that's known what for they were saying. While. Right. And apparently Charlie and Briggs have been doing that thing for a while too. Mm, He's like, Oh good, nothing's changed, blah blah. Um, I don't think she was I think don't think she was talking about that. I think he was talking about their cover. Remember when Charlie Briggs were together undercover and they always had that history where they had they worked were covers. Something, to, and now yeah. it's finally something. I, I think it, yeah, I think it's like something, but the guy was mentioning that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's she's just going to meet with an insider and Billy, like the logistics person. Uh, Charlie does not want Briggs working for Sid, she reveals. She's like, look, man, like this guy, he ain't good for you to be around because he wrote the because Briggs, he's taking a page from the Briggs's handbook. She mm-hmm. can see that. Right. And Briggs defends Sid. Briggs is like, um, you're, um, Briggs basically defends he that, does, like, look, he does a good job mm-hmm. with what he does. He's greater good, greater good. And that's I'm what, not going to lie. There's, I'll tell you at what part. Well, I mean, you probably already know the part where I started feeling for Sid also. Not feeling for him, but, like, I don't know. Anyways. I mean, we know a little bit of Sid's backstory. And, you know, I, I felt like they were going to do this. They introduced him as such a villainous character. Mm-hmm. Like, they really made him so... Because I didn't know if he was going to stick around or is this going to be a lackey. Right. No, but they, they absolutely did make him like a villain character. He was he was unlike the moment that we saw him because we accused him for being the person that he was. Yeah. So they yeah. had to put that in your mind. But now they're building his character out into something where you can be kind of connect with him. Because, again, the first thing he says to Mike last episode was everything's not black and white. Right. And that kind of opens your eyes a little bit. And now this episode is kind of you realize that. Briggs is a character we have cheered for in the first season, mm-hmm. even though he was Odin, and he, he was—he's like Sid. He was consistently breaking the law, yeah. dealing with the cartel. That's doing my all that. point. That's why I think I started feeling a little bit less bad because you see that, and that's why they show us that side of Sid where he's at his home and he's doing everything nice. Everyone has two sides to their story, and that's—that's and that's exactly what I was thinking the whole time because it's not just Briggs; it's all of them in the house. Well, it's also that Sid's not doing shady crap all the time, right? Like he's doing cop work most of the time, exactly. And, and you see, and you see that he's relieved to be out. Even Archie for a second is like, cool. I'm like, they're not doing it because they have like this evil plan. They're doing it because it was a job for whatever reason it was. I guess they got paid off and now they're just over it. Yeah, so... Um, Anyways, but to go back, did you... I gotta say, in this scene, I like that uh, I like that Briggs says, you talking about surfboard? Hail Beyonce! Making that a TV now known right? slang. When she said wax for sex. Wax. <laughs> <laughs> that is dope, though. Like, surfboard. 
I know, right? Surfboard. Like, throw, throw it out there. Grinding, grinding, Yonsei out there. Let's just say Yonsei. Queen B, you're everywhere. You're she's everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> All right, so uh, they're at a bar. So Charlie goes to a bar to meet with Billy, mm-hmm. and uh, he winks at her. They give a high five. And she meets he, the genius. She I'm meets butter. the genius, who's kind of a bitch. Reminds me of Paige from first season. That's funny. She, who is the actress? Why does she look so familiar to me? Um, let me check. Amber Graceland. Amber Graceland. Season two. Who is the actress who plays Amber? Um, While you're looking, I'm, I'll talk about how um, I loved to see Charlie's reaction when she was just listening to Amber. Because I feel like normally Charlie, especially towards a female, isn't impressed. But Amber dropped all like the, the words and the, stati- you know, the, tra- the tactics to how to do it. And she just literally, I like, I even put it in parentheses. She says, "Wow, wow, wow." Um, She's the real deal. Literally, I can find Amber's henchman, but I can't find Amber on here. Sadly, mm. um, if you guys know, tweet us. Uh, you can tweet me at Stephen Lemieux, S T E P H E N L E M I E U X. Go ahead and tweet me the actress's name for Amber. I feel terrible because mm-hmm. usually I look this up beforehand, right? And I wanted to during the show because I'm like, she's kind of like, she's kind of crazy sexy in this episode. Like, she knows how to like. She was cutie. She knows she the facial expression. Yes, exactly. She knows how to how to work that face. If if that makes sense to you guys, I don't know. She knows how to look f- sexy. All right, so um, tweet Stephen now if you want. He has his laptop. So Amber's a complainer. She's complaining about like working with certain people mm-hmm. so it kind of shows a little bit of her character well i like that it showed it, that it didn't phase her you can see where a person is psychologically with the way that they handle things the way that like for instance with serial killers if they show them a body normally they're not going to flinch it's nothing that they're not used to seeing for her when she was talking about it she was talking about the things that you wouldn't think. she's like i told you man don't get the chinese get the japanese that's the better one and in that guy anderson he's a dick like she wasn't she was just so casual and quick yeah. Um, she basically looks at the plan for Charlie's thing. It's like, nobody hear them do it on the parking lot. Dead sewer line, pop and pull out the door. Amber then talks crap to Charlie. It's like, you only do warehouses. Like, you don't know this stuff about yeah. explosives, about these water chargers. Um, so Charlie calls Briggs, says that he wants to uh, steal her from mm-hmm. Billy for her heist. And he says, do what you got to do. So Charlie goes to Billy's place. And Billy's, like, playing it coy. He doesn't want to invite her in. Uh, Charlie's like, I want you. Um and there's a great line here where uh, Amber kind of reveals more character depth where she's like, if I gave an everyone that flattered me, I'd have a dozen kids in a vaginal echo chamber. Right. Damn. 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 I mean, she ain't lying, though. I mean, she hot. I mean, just saying. She's- I like the spot that she was living in. But did you what do you think about her not? tell? Well, I mean, I guess. Well, we see what kind of person Amber is because Billy was in there. That's who her boot thing right now. That we weren't really aware of with the first scene. So the way I interpreted this is, uh, so she's always after a cut. So they discuss it, and uh, they want to do eighty twenty, yeah, and then she, she gets forty percent. She just wants a bigger couple mil, portion. and then she goes back to bed with Billy. I think she's playing Billy. Well, yes, because she went back to Billy with a hop and a skip in her step. Yeah, like she's like, she was I like, got yeah, chi- I'm gonna get a couple million. Like, I got Charlie. I'll probably go back to Billy when it's done. And honestly, uh, fellas, what's better than two women bank wa- robbers? You know, because I was That's hot. I, I was kind of getting like, like a vibe of like she might be digging Charlie before she went back to Billy. No, but they're just they have those like badass alpha woman mm-hmm. personalities that that's why it so can come off that way. They're gonna meet at Fry's on Fifth, and Charlie's like, "Yeah, they ain't no better place than Fry's." And they meet, but, and they're like, "Rosemary, yeah, that's they're why. like they not, put rosemary on their fries." Like, man, the fries suck here, and they're like, "Yeah, but they have cameras, but the cameras don't work." Yeah, I. I like. So that it's she, just gonna the be gun? the two of us. 
just the Somebody two of us. Somebody give me a goddamn cheeseburger. I know, right? She's like, you got to go in there, get me a cheeseburger and everything in the oh, register. That made me want a cheeseburger Remember, so bad. no camera. Oh, my God. I still want a cheeseburger. I know. After That's Graceland, why Steven has popcorn right now. I'm down. Let's do it. That's me anyway. popcorn. Um, so... She goes in, tells him to open the register, shoots, doesn't shoot anyone, but holds the gun of a guy's like, put right. it down right now. And right as they drive off, right as she says, give me a damn cheeseburger, you see the cheeseburger falling as they drive off on the bike. And uh, Charlie's in the back looking kind of... Like, pissed, because she really genuinely robbed the place. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she, she. you could tell it weighed on her morally, where she's kind of like... She's like, damn oh, it, good. I'm going to have to make a report on that or something. I mean, she probably won't, but that's the thing about these undercover agents, is that you always see them do all these other jobs or things that they have to do for the sake of their cover, knowing that if they get caught up in something, it'll just be kind of blown over. Yeah. It's nuts. Because at the end of the day, that bar still lost their money. <laughs> and a cheeseburger. So Inventory. That kind of wraps up where we left off with Charlie and the, and the high scene. But let's go ahead and get undercover. Undercover. With Briggs, yes. a.k.a. Odin. A.k.a. And Sid, Paul A.k.a. West. Sydney. A.k.a. Sydney. <laughs> yeah, it was, such, it was weird having the doctor be like, yeah, I'm Sydney's, Sydney's friend. friend. I'm like, yeah. who's Sydney? This oh. is the part you see with the doctor, though. This is Well, why don't we start from the beginning? Yeah. Okay. So uh, Briggs and Sid are talking. They're, st- they're staking out at a park looking for a guy named Basco Finn. He was paroled. Short for Tabasco. Short for Tabasco, you know, because, yeah. No. 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 Um, yeah. They take him down because he runs as soon as he sees him. And it kind of seems during the scene that, like, Sid's and, Sid and Briggs are a little bit bonding over it. I mean, we have already seen it a little bit where they're not so... It's not real hostility between Briggs and Sid. When he when he follows him or right when he gets up? What do you mean? What do you mean the hostility between them? I don't see hostility. Oh, I don't... Yeah. Well, I mean, not until he got up and then Sid got suspicious and sends Archie to um, tail him. Yeah, but I'm talking about between Briggs and Sid. I don't think Briggs has hostility towards Sid. I think which it's is, a little questionable, though. Briggs is a little bit questionable. No, but, not Briggs. Sid. No, yeah. Oh. But I'm saying, I'm saying, I don't see hostility where Briggs is hostile towards Sid. Okay. Which I would expect, but it seems like it's more of a he understands him thing. Yeah, they're okay because he had a good cover. Well, fortunately, because Kelly Badillo lied for him. Yeah. So we get this meeting where uh, where they're talking about bre- breaking into this house where Basco's the inner in guy saying like the guns are here. I don't know if we're gonna get this this uh breaching into the house in another episode because we mm-hmm. didn't get into this one um and during the meeting paul gets a phone call from k we all know AKA it's kelly, kelly yeah, we all know it is Badigio? that's how i heard that's how juan said it on the that's what he said juan Badigio. Badigio. um so he leaves to see her because she basically says hey i'm so sad i can't live without juan. i can't live without juan that's i'm so with sad. him and he's like where are you it's like i bought him a headstone because I want to be metaphorical and stuff and die next to his headstone where he should be because I like to be dramatic. Um, okay, well, um, so, she's sad. Her husband died. <laughs> Look, people's husbands die, Kelly. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, that was kind of a throw to Guardians of the Galaxy if you've seen it. But uh, anyway, um, Briggs get there. She on, she's on the ground. She's ODing on pills. And she says that her daughter's with her mom, but he's like, let's go to the hospital. He's like, no, because no, they'll, they'll take, take my, my away daughter away from her. So he brings her to the this. little spot. It's like, I thought it was his old Odin it spot, is. but it's not. It is. How would it be his old Odin spot, though? Because it's his spot. It's his, he has that for, like, 
shit like that. But I thought they found a Zold Odin spot. No, that's his spot. Okay, if it is. Okay, I thought it was because they wrote that down and I was like, no, it's not. Anyway, he's giving her Ipecac, um, trying to get her to throw up everything. Gets a call from Charlie at the worst time in the world. Um, This was a very Californication moment where everything that can go wrong is going wrong wrong at the moment. Coincidentally, he's getting a call from Charlie. He's on the phone with her, then knocking the door from Sid. And Kelly starts vomiting. Exactly. So, uh, Sid, uh, he goes up, he runs up to Kelly and he's like, look, quick, my name's Paul West. Mm -hmm. I'm a cop and I'm from El Paso. That's all you gotta say. Um, she's like, what? And then he goes and opens the door. We find out now that Archie is the name of his cohort. And he's like, I hope you're not mad. I had Archie tag you. Yeah. Dick. I know. Um, so he creates the story that Kelly's his ex and it's her place and that, and Sid's just like, yeah, maybe we should call the hospital so she should get the kids taken away. Right? She's like, but it, mm. Briggs is like, That's the part, you see, that's the part that was a little bit iffy with Sid because he looked like he was sniffing around and then obviously checks on her. For a moment, I felt like he was interrogating her, but I guess he was just checking the stability of her mind. And then everything changes as soon as the doctor shows up. Because when he's like, no, you don't have things under control, Briggs, I thought he was going to, like, That was, like, the moment where you know that he's, like, he counts Briggs as, like, okay, he is who he says he is. Yes. Well, but after, but I'm saying at the moment that he's like, no, you don't have it under control, I I thought something bad was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we get. And then a, we just got the doctor. So he he quizzes her. That's where they build the suspense a lot. Where mm-hmm. you're like, what is she going to say? What is she going to say? That's what I'm saying because it felt like an interrogation. And then yeah. which I didn't even hear because we didn't hear Paul run to her and tell her all of those things, right? Yeah, oh, we did. We did. We did. Oh, okay, I didn't see that. While she I was, was throwing up. Like, oh, thank God that she said West. No, she wouldn't have known to. That's why she's suspicious of Paul. Is because right. In which this is so sad. That's this is the part I think of the episode that was she realizes the peak. he's more than. Because of what happens. Just the way that she asks. And she's like, I, re- I know you've seen him. I can tell by that. No, this isn't. This is later in the episode. That's no, later I know. In the, but I know. I'm saying. I, oh, okay. Yeah. Continue. Um, so, uh, yeah. So Archie talks to Sid. This is where we kind of get a, uh, a crossover from the Johnny storyline yeah. where he sees that Lucy is wanted for the triple homicide. And this mm-hmm. is where we find out that Sid is like, okay, time. Time to... Get our parachute. Yep. They're, they're going to go get their parachute. So Mike doesn't have that much. Um, no, so uh, Charlie doesn't have that much time right now. So we're probably going to get it next episode where they actually pull off the heist. Sure. Because, I mean, they don't have time if they Sid don't. and Archie are going to pull out now. Especially because the uh, Lucia and Johnny are already heading down. So it's like escape time. I mean, like they had to put that out there because that was her, her motive. Mm-hmm. So... So next thing, next thing we get with Kelly is uh, it's Briggs. Uh, the doctor shows up, and then uh, the next thing we see is Briggs with Sid. He mm-hmm. asks for a second. He says it'll never happen again. Um, Sid says his wife was caught up with some people, so that kind of gives us a little bit more with right. Sid. And he's like, "I'm not going to tell you what." Yes. So I feel but like, but it seems like it's a Juan Badillo situation, kind of, because he said wasn't Mother of the Year, and unfortunately, I feel like when he said that, he means she does everything, and then it becomes too much. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mother, she, when she was a mother year when for a mother, while. When mother of the year got too much for her. Do you know what I'm saying? She, she was probably doing, got into drugs too. In the drugs, but because of her husband being a cop and then everything else that she has to go through. So it's just like it's unfortunate how a lot of times you'll see this in families and just the, the dynamic of women being dramatic and weak. 
Uh. <laughs> I mean, not weak. I'm sorry. They're strong, but it's unfortunate that they're doing all of this to hurt themselves and to be like. So then, the final scene with Briggs and Kelly. This was this is okay. Everything's been leading up to this. Yes, because which I was gonna say, you're you're right. You brought it up. Well, you said the tape, but still, this is close. Oh, they're going to bring back. Damn yeah. Close. yeah. So everything's been leading up by by Charlie wanting to be involved with Kelly, by Charlie convincing Briggs to help with the money thing, Briggs going undercover with Kelly to get an Alcoholics Anonymous and get mm. closer to her. I mean, he's built a relationship with this woman more than any undercover cop would in a right. cover. And he cared. Yeah. Hard. Like, they, she's going to find out that they got him the money. She's going to find out that he's somehow involved because he's, she's going to find out what department he's in, know that he's not in the same department as Juan. She's going to find out that Juan was tailing Briggs. If she looks through who old, all Juan's old stuff, she'll probably see pictures of Briggs mm-hmm. and see like connection to Jangles or connection to Odin or something like that. Um, so the scene kind of goes off where he tells her she's, he's a cop. Um, she asks if he was on the case that got him killed. He confirms that he's dead. Like mm-hmm. he's doing, he's like doing the non-answer but answer thing, and she asks what happened. He says, "I'm sorry," and she slaps him. Yeah, and he's bleeding, and she tells him to get out. And I'm just like, "Oh my god, she's yeah. gonna be the one to start looking for everything, everything it just connected kind of to pisses biz- me off because at the end of the day, if if Juan Badillo didn't act like he was Jangles, he wouldn't have been killed. I mean, Briggs was drunk, and so that shit went down anyways. But excuse me, ish. If Briggs wasn't Odin, Juan Badillo wouldn't have been killed, though. You can trace it back. You could. It still starts and begins. It ends and begins with... It starts and begins with... Briggs. It starts and ends with Briggs. Starts and begins? Whatever. You know what I was trying to say. I get it. I get it. No, but I love Briggs. This is starting to... How is he supposed to get out of this? I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. I don't... I really have been thinking that that would be the end of this season. To to start next season off right. with, with like that because mm-hmm. like the whole season I've been saying is that it would be the too much to come up. Yeah, but it would be too much to do the tape and to do everything else we've been doing right with it Solano and everything. So I feel like unless we wrap Solano in the next two episodes, actually and then they have- did it perfectly. This case leads it right back into Graceland. Yeah, well, no, but it, the case leads right back into the tape with Kelly. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, she's going to want to know where the tape is. Mm-hmm. She's going to want to know everything related to the cases that he was working when he died. Mm-hmm. She's going to find out about Briggs. She's going to find out that he was investigating Briggs. I was too sad. What happened to my Juan? What happened to my Juan? Juan Bidio. Marillo. My tail, my jangles. My husband. My own personal jangles. So let's go ahead and talk about the girls. Mm-hmm. Girls, girls. They're being sold. Oh, yeah. Yep. So Paige wants Mike to shut Sulla down. Um, she's like a broken record at this point. Like, literally every single time we see Paige, she's like, those girls! I know. It's like, I understand. But she's being so unprofessional right now. And I don't, I don't respect her as a cop at this point. Right. Like, I've lost all respect for her as an agent in Graceland at this mm-hmm. point. Because, look, they all go through tough they stuff, through, but they all do it. But they're also trained for this. Yeah. I mean, what do you... Not that... They went through military training, but I'm, a lot of them usually were in the military first or something like that. But regardless, the training that you go through, they put it. They they have to break you down to rebuild your mindset. They break you down so that you can start handling things because they have to almost, I don't want to say raise you again, but practically raise you again so that you can go through things like this. You need to be professional. You need to be above that. You, know? she reminds you, me cannot of, be, you can't be acting like a, an effing civilian at this point. She like, reminds okay. me of the person who goes on a diet and then makes sure that she knows everyone around her is on that diet. 
and is like, you should be on it too. And then judges people for it. Like that's oh, okay. like, she reminds me of an activist that ev- the kind of activist everyone hates mm-hmm. because, because it's they're like not doing it the right way. You're like, yeah, but you can't attack people. You're supposed to like give awareness, tell them about what you're doing and then let it on them. But she's just like, no, this, this and this. And I know more. And it's exactly. just like, it's what do you super do? annoying. It is super annoying. So she, uh, she wants him to buy, he, she wants him to buy them. She's already done the math. It's going to be $1.5 million to mm-hmm. buy all the girls in the place. Cause that's not going to be suspicious at all that one random white guy that bought one girl is going to go buy 15 other girls. Like, Paige. Yeah. Get <laughs> your head out of your ass, girl. Um, so she's like, she threatens him too. She's like, you're going to hurt if you don't do it. So Mike's has a meeting with Sala. And uh, they meet at a care facility. Yeah. Well, real quick, before that also pissed me off, she's like, Mike, upstairs now. Oh, yeah. Like, what the, what the hell is that? Don't be rude. She's just getting disrespectful, too. That's the thing. That's what's annoying me because I would be like, look, I feel for you, but now you're disrespecting me. Learn how to speak to me before you want to, like, try okay. to have any type of feelings. Mike's being a dick. Granted. He's being a dick, but he has the right – his head's in the right place for right. how the case should go yeah. and how he can shut down the Solano so this doesn't happen again. Right. But, like – and you can't she was treat... not supposed to be there in the first place. Yeah, and if he wasn't, yeah, because that was her call to get involved that yes. far. And let's just say if Mike um, had not slept with her, she would have no way of talking to him that way. Mm-hmm. She would have no. She's in. too. Get, she's getting. She's too close for comfort now. She feels like she feels like she owns him because she slept with him, and it's like, bitch, no. I'm sorry, Paige. Like, go back to old Paige because we don't like this new one. Like, yeah. I mean, we feel you. We see where you're coming from, but. But sorry, boo. All right. So, I mean, she should realize, like, and then when she says, um, oh, I'll say it later. All right. So, uh, Mike's meeting with Sola at a care facility, and Sola introduces Mike to, and the we're all thinking, bro- we're oh, all yeah. thinking that it's going to be the guy that, pa- that, uh, Paige beat the crap out of. Oh, no. I thought it was going to be, like, one of the hurt, like, girls to be like, this is what's going to, I don't know. I-, I didn't know. I didn't think it was going to be that guy. I thought it was him trying to trap Mike. Like, this is what happened to the last person that brought a girl out of our place. Oh, yes. That's so what I, I thought was going to happen. Right, okay. But, but not the one that B- Paige beat up. I thought it was going to be maybe, like, a-, a buyer that messed up. Oh, maybe. Uh, I thought it was going to be the one Paige beat up, but they arrested him, obviously, so mm-hmm. I don't see how it would have been. Um, so she pulls back the curtain, or he pulls back the curtain, there's a man in the bed, and he says that it's his brother. His brother, who's a vegetable. Vegetable, because Carlito beat him within the edge of his life with the butt of an antique rifle, mm-hmm. or pistol. Sounds For like Carlito. This is the the outcome of my disobedience, he says. And then he's like, so because you didn't listen, he did? He's like, no, he didn't. My boss did that for fun. Which just kind of just goes to show you, like, the mentality of... Carlito. Mm-hmm. He's insane. Car- or Carlos. The head guy. Or, oh, no, Carlito. It was Carlito who did it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was, the, like, the head salon. No, it was Carlito. Because Carlito's Carlito's a crazy one, and and you know he has a thing for he has a thing for antique pistols. That's how you know. And it also ties back to the scene with Johnny in the past, where he's just for fun. He shot that guy in the neck. Yeah. He's insane. So like he's basically showing Mike like, look, this guy doesn't want me to sell the girls, Mm -hmm. and this is what he does to my brother for fun. I don't really want to sell the girls. So I'm not going to. There's just no, I will not. Like this is my answer. No. Um. So. Here's where we get Paige and Jake's talking because what their what their plan was was to set up Tunnels. a different method of getting exactly. the drugs from A to B, and right? Because the bus depots kaput, they're right. trying to sell Carlito a they different method. They wanted to method. reestablish the method, and so they offer the tunnels to traffic everything. They want to offer the tunnels, right? But Paige and Jake's talk, and Paige is he, not about it. She's like, we can't use tunnels. They can fit girls through tunnels. Oh my God, they can fit girls through tunnels. It's like, Paige, the end game here is to shut them all down. Yeah. 
it like if anything you should offer them tunnels because they can still do the girls so it's more appealing to them so they want to do the tunnels mm-hmm. so it ends up quicker that they want to do the deal and then you can bust them all and it's done they're not these are hypothetical yeah. tunnels this is a hypothetical route yeah page what the like i want to curse because you're just being so goddamn stupid yeah <sighs> it's a hypothetical route they need to prove that it works, but like, come y'all, on. I mean, for those who aren't watching, y'all need to see Steven's face. Right now. <laughs> I'm just baffled. It's like, don't. No, I agree. Don't cause yourself needless trouble because literally making Jake's look for a freaking plane. Yeah. Like, but that's that what could they decide de- on. That could delay you further. And then, oh, you know Sorry. what? You know, you're not thinking of Paige. The other hundred warehouses where they have girls set up that are still being sold because they're not in that place. Because but they... you're trying to protect Lena. Yeah, it's like oh, but that's sad. She does have a personal thing with her, but still, I know. But like, it just it baffles me. Anyway, so uh, she says that the girls can go through tunnels. So he suggests cargo planes. She says tunnels are out. You tell Mike, and I'm just like, bitch, it's Again, not your call, right? It's not your call. It's not your call to change the method halfway through. I'm surprised. I mean, I know Jake's is cool with Paige. They've always had a good relationship. But he had just like, like, okay. Well, Jake's owes Paige. Yeah, I know. He feels indebted to her because he's the one who put her in that position. It's just funny. She's like, yep, just tell him. And what? So Mike meets with Sulla. Wait. No, sorry. Mike meets with Paige. He says there was no sale. They won't sell the girls. And she's like, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm sending the FBI to go take them down right now. I got Lena. I got audio of Lena being beaten today. How do you know it was Lena? It all was. <laughs> but still, I love how Mike is just like, "How do you know it's Lena?" Yeah, and she's like, "I know." It's like, girl, we don't feel sorry for you. We feel sorry for Lena. Yeah, but like for you, it's like you're not doing anything to help this case along. Really, everything you do is a roadblock between those girls actually getting out and taking down the entire ring of girls coming from Europe to be sold yeah. as sex slaves. She's so frustrating. It's super frustrating. And uh, so she 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 keeps saying no, and I'm just like, dude, Paige, it's not your call. So Mike meets with Sola trying to get the girls. He's trying to, He got the money requisition, $1.5 million to buy all the girls. He wants to bring them $250,000 to wet his tongue. And basically, as a layaway thing, you get... That was so funny. I'm so happy you brought up Kmart because it's the first thing I thought of. I was like, layaway what? This ain't Kmart. (laughs) This ain't pay now or this ain't pay later on PayPal. Um, So he has $250,000 to take the girls out of there. And then he gets the rest once he'll accept it. Yeah, blue light special. So it says no. Mike puts the money away. Mike says he needs them healthy and... So I was like, well, you can check them out. Yeah. Just pick a room. We got plenty of them. I know. That's disgusting. Creepy face. I know, but I meant that's just. Yeah. 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 I mean. If they were checking them the way. Oh, yeah. I don't want to think about it. That's horrible. So that's kind of where we leave off with that. Um, Now we are on the most complicated thing of the episode, emotion-wise. Johnny's Trouble. Mm-hmm. Catching the Solanos, a book yeah, by Johnny. We haven't said that. We haven't talked about him. Oh, he wasn't until Mad later. You're right. Who? Johnny? Johnny and Lucia. Oh, he wasn't through that the entire episode. Yeah. But like um, this, this whole storyline right. has been crazy. That shower scene was hot, but it is cracking me up. You'd be wishing you were the, Lucy in that. Don't lie. I know. Um, it was funny to me that Johnny. 
I mean, actually, I, I get how it could happen, but you can tell the the state of where someone was at with how quickly they fall into attachments with uh, like with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. You know, because he that ha- that happened in a matter of. In, in a day of hours. I mean, I mean, I know that. Well, I guess they've had their little run-ins, and from the beginning, it's been. And she did grab his penis before, so right. you know that like, is like one yeah. thing. Yeah, he's like, Ooh, <laughs> I gotta marry this girl. She grabbed my junk. I know. No, but, but uh, it was just the the shower scene was very intimate. It was very I mean, very intimate. The scene only in the last episode was very intimate. It was, but this is this is them butt naked. That time he was just laying. She was just like kissing, and that was it. Now they're shared. They're like underwater, you know. Now it's like bit. now and it's like she, her baby and she's babe. his boo thing. She's his boo thing. Mm-hmm. So we get we're talking uh, about going to an island together. So uh, let's OMG. see here. OMG, stage five clinger. Lucia, kidding, Johnny. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, not even Lucia, <laughs> Johnny. So we get Jake's and Mike talking about shutting down the Solanos. They want to sell the new distribution route, which we talked earlier about. And they want Johnny to talk to Lucia into having her introduce the route, the route. This is after, um, this is after the shower scene where they talk about how her dad wants her to go to Mexico. And, um, you know, they're in a strategically sandblasted shower doors mm-hmm. where it's like blur here, blur here, but yeah. a little bit of the middle. Yeah. Um, and she's like, no, cause my father will. Which I was happy to see because this is going back to my point last week. You're like, it doesn't matter. If she's in it. She's in it. No, she's she doesn't care because she's. It's all it is is death and blood with him. I'm done. And it's also showing how terrible it sucks to be in her position because everything can be pinned on her easily. Yep. Because they just they'll do anything to confession out of her for somebody else. Um. So Johnny says she won't go to Mexico. They want him to change her mind. They're like, dude, if anyone's going to change your mind, it's going to be you because you've gotten awfully close lately. Jake's is the only one who knows a real true story, but everyone else is just like, that's our only in. So Mike needs him to set up his bot, set up, um, Carlos Solano with my, with, uh, Johnny having the buy method. Mm-hmm. So basically, Johnny's going to be the intermediary to sell a method to smuggle the drugs to Carlos Solano in Mexico and he's only going to get there because he's going to be with Lucia when she goes. Exactly. So Jake's and Johnny are talking. That's scary because I could see her like I feel like if Solano's who he is I feel like okay here's Lucia. Bah! Dead Johnny. Right? Throw me a popcorn. Slide one over. Anyway (laughs) I know it gets hungry in here guys. Especially talking about that. It gets hungry in here. Charlie talking about that burger. Alright so um. Sorry. Fail. All right, guys. So, um, Jake's goes and talks to Johnny right after this, and Jake's knows he slept with yeah. her. Like, he doesn't even have to ask, and he's like, what, do you think I'm stupid? Mm-hmm. All right, maybe I'm stupid. Yes, I slept with her. Um, Jake's, I mean, Jake's literally lays it out for him, though. It's like... Yeah, I know. Jake's is being the big brother. He's... He's like, dude, you slept with her. You are now connected to a cartel family, mm-hmm. and if they go to trial... You are connected as a material witness. Come on, man. We've all seen The Departed. We know how shit goes down. Excuse me. He could be one testifying against her and Carlito for them to get put to death. And then Dunzo's. And Dunzo's for Johnny because Mm -hmm. he's testifying against a cartel. Instead of just being an agent in the case, he is now testifying in court against the cartel. And he's going to have a hit on him. Exactly. And then the witness protection program. And then you're going to be... Ray Liotta and Goodfellas at the end of the movie. <laughs> Damn, girl, you're pulling it out of the 90s. <laughs> I know. 
Anyway, so um, basically, Mike walks in. He's like, oh, did I walk into something? Uh-huh. All right, I don't really care about you guys. I'm just going to talk in here because I'm an asshole. Um, by the way, um, we're just going to add a homicide to her. Um, we're going to book her, put a person of interest as a triple homicide. You know, those three guys that shot each other to death because mm-hmm. they were kind of stupid. And then one guy didn't shoot the one guy who actually had his gun in the air first. Okay, right. got it. Yeah. So we're going to actually say that she killed those guys. And that'll push her to need to leave the country, and that's your end to make her leave the country. And then we're going to hook you up a passport so you can get in there. And Johnny's like... And they're going through San Ysidro. I, like, practically grew up over there because I'm from Chulvisa. Really? Yeah. San Ysidro's dope. In fact, the second he said that, it made me hungry because I was thinking of this panaderia that's out there. And it's by... It's right off the 5 North... And it's in the shopping center with the Circle K. Whoever's in San Diego, go to that bakery that's over there. It's my friend, the bakery. All right. Um, <laughs> so we see Lucia. She reads the article about her being wanted for murder. He recommend, Johnny recommends Mexico. Mm-hmm. And she calls him a coward. And Johnny says that he can get them across because he knows people. And it's just like such a betrayal right to her face. And yeah. it's like, you're like, damn, Johnny, there ain't no going back from this. Mm-hmm. She agrees to it. Johnny is out in a car. Jake's drives up, gives him new passports, tells him it's gonna, that the plans change and it's going to be a plane. And they're going to uh, fly to an island and go to the nude beaches. You I know to, that's what she that? wants to you do. Trying to do that, Stephen? I'm down. <laughs> you and me, Steffi G. We'll kill. We'll, we'll we paradise. We are not legal. That's what Lucia says. We are not legal. No, um, there you go. So uh, Jake's is picking up the plane. A guy's trying to sell him a helicopter from a Tet offensive. Basically, it's old as hell. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what Jake's is doing. Thank you, Paige, for making Jake's have to do that. Right. Um, Johnny and Lucia, they get the good passports. And she's like, these are good passports. She's like, why don't we just fly away That's to all, Paradiso? Um, real. <laughs> yeah. It's like, let's fly away to Paradiso, you know, get the nude beaches to drink the way the rest of our life. Because she has money. I think she'd mm-hmm. be good. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a bit of a commitment there. I mean, Call hey, back. you were saying that Johnny's the clinger. Johnny's the one who turns down this. I know. Well, when I had said the clinger, that's what initially what I was talking about. And then I felt bad for bragging on Lucia. So oh, okay. I just had to so put some tension on get... Manny. I mean, on Johnny. I think this is the point in the episode where she thinks he's a cop. Yeah. I think she, she suspects he's a cop. Yeah, she asks him. She's like, what do you do? Like, who are you? Are you a cop? But I feel like she was doing it playfully and he didn't realize that she's actually asking. Because, like, he's got perfect passports. Yeah. And that took a day. Mm-hmm. It takes, like, criminals. It takes them at least a few days and to get the... And you do see that um, in the background of one of the one of the shots, you see Johnny in, his, in a military uniform. So she knows... He has that background. I just think, I think this is the point where she knows he's a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, so she wants to go to an island. He that's says a, no. That's the thing, though. We still don't know if at the end of the day, regardless of there being too much death and blood because of her father, if she would have her father's back or not. Yeah. I can't tell because either then she'd be going to witness protection program. Does she want that? Does she not want that? Is she like at the end of the day, if she wants to get out of it, she has to know that she has to go against her family. What's, well, what's For it to ever be like successful in that way, if if she's not going to just run away, because that's her only other plan. This borderlines on predictions, right? But it's really for the whole season. I hope that if I go back and watch this entire season after having seen the finale, this scene will have more feeling to it. Because what I hope is going on in her head is that she knows he's a cop, mm-hmm. and she knows that if she goes to Mexico, well, he, she has she officially has the suspicion. N- let me just finish what i'm okay. saying because this is this is going back like go, 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 go. i want to this is my speculation of this scene mm-hmm. at this point if she knows he's a cop and 
she's worried about bringing him to Mexico because he knows that her father might kill him. Yeah. And, but she also knows that the only way she's going to get out of all this drug family thing is bringing him in and having him be the one to bust her family. Yeah. So if she knows he's a cop right now, her decision is not, do I go to Mexico or do I stay here and get put in jail? For if this? she thinks he's a cop, then she should be like, okay, well, I'm not going to go to Mexico. I have to be on my own now. No, if she, if at this point she thinks he's a cop, her decision is, I can either stay here and deal with the cops or whatever, right. or like whatever and everything, because she doesn't want to be part of her family or whatever, or she can take Mikey to her father, in which case she knows he's a cop, she knows he could get Johnny. killed, and she knows that Johnny could get killed or that she could get killed for bringing a cop into the family. Mm-hmm. That's what I hope is what's going on right now, but I don't know. Maybe she doesn't know he's a cop. That's just what I was assuming. Um... Finally, we see Jake can't find a plane. He's going to call it a day. Guy says, just got one in. It's perfect. Hooray. Um, anything else about this episode you want to go over? Let's chat it out. I took some Steven really style like, notes today. I really just like flew through this thing. I know. I'm actually, I'm very impressed. This is normally how I would want the shows to go. <laughs> but you know what? It was a little easier because it wasn't, there wasn't like very large specifics. Like it was really nice to kind of watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to just mention though how not insignificant, but how much they've developed every other character in the show so far. Because Mike has not. Mike has his character hasn't developed at all after the couple of scenes with Foster. Just knowing in the position that he is, he's he's been a dick, and that's it. That's true. We haven't focused on him at all. We have no feelings on, towards him. No feels. We have feels about, like, your dick, Everyone Mike. else. Right, but that's it. But that stayed like that from the beginning, and it hasn't moved, and he hasn't said anything except for telling people what to do. We well, haven't seen him do, like, we haven't seen him d- in discussion, if you will. Well, it's also that this isn't, this is Graceland, it's not the Mike Warren story. Exactly. So, well, no, I'm happy, but I'm just, I'm surprised about it. But I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. Me too. I'm Especially glad that we get to focus on other characters, and we don't have to only have the one guy, because if eventually, if this show does get five seasons or whatever... Mm-hmm. They might have to kill Mike. They might have to kill Daniel Sanjata. They might, I know. Which I'm is afraid Briggs. Briggs. Yeah. I, I feel like they might have to kill Daniel. I feel or like Daniel has to get out or something. Something bad's going to happen. I worry, though, because I compare, I compare this show to Sons of Anarchy with some of the characters. Okay. With Briggs would be the... I've um, never seen it. Really? Mm-hmm. Briggs would be the Ron Perlman of this show. Okay. In that he's the one who basically... He's one of the only interesting things about the show. And I don't mean that in like a negative way like the rest of the show isn't interesting. Right, but I he mean, does bring something to the table. More. I watch the show mm-hmm. a lot mostly just to see the crazy stuff that Briggs does. Right. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. One so like if they, if, they were, if they were to kill Daniel Sanjata off, it would have to be later, like probably season three or right. season and four. And they'd have to develop Jake's character the most because that's, I feel like, the only other person that we'd have a good following for. Yeah, well, we just, we would Jake's just need good. something. He's just like, yeah. We would just need to be able to count on the other characters to carry it. And right. at this point, I don't know if they could. If they killed Daniel Sanjata off, I don't know if the writing would be able to loop it around to have a character that sways it so far into the mm-hmm. dark, twisted cop phase. Right. Because he's the one who pulls it to the dark side a little yes. bit. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I'm just, I just think they need a lot more of a foundation for the other characters before they start killing People somebody are. like, well, 
not even people. I don't mind if they kill somebody. I think just no, if they're going to kill Graceland. if they're going to kill Aaron Tveit or Daniel Sanjata. Yeah, which, of which course, I, no, they're not. Yeah, yeah, not for at least another season. Anyways, well, may I begin with predictions? You may. Let's okay. go into predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Briggs is scared. Briggs is scared because he screws something up for Mike, and it's because of the Buddyo thing. He's about to get caught up again. So you were right, as far as last episode goes. Like this is this will absolutely come full circle, and either the tape will come out by next episode or the for the finale. Hmm. Because you see him, he he does something. I for, I, I didn't get to see like what the last interaction was, but he gets all scared and gets involved and switches some stuff up the way that Briggs does to make things. You know, he does something to blow up so that again everything is just. You're looking at what's going on over. Here. He's he's creating like a diversion. The thing I'm worried about is that what Briggs is going to do is Briggs is going to have Sid move his money. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Because <laughs> Mike's going to do the heist. Because Mike's going to have uh, oh, Charlie no. do the heist. And no, but he wouldn't do that to Charlie. He would do that to he Charlie. Would do that to Charlie. No, Briggs. What are you thinking, my man? That's the thing. As I think. No, we'll see. I'm hoping maybe he does. Even if it's not Briggs, the money's not going to be there. It's too much of a setup. It's too much of a setup for that scene where Amber and Charlie are in Dude, well, I hope the Amber vault. doesn't try to shoot up Charlie. No, she won't. But I mean, that's going to get some stuff stuff twisted. You're right. You know what? There's not going to be money in the safety box. Very well. There's not going to be safety there's deposit be box. A season three. Yeah, but there's not going to be money in the safety deposit box, and the money's going to be either in Sid's hands, but it's probably going to be in Sid's hands because Briggs convinces How him does to he take tell it out. Him though, that's I don't be- think I don't think he's going to tell Sid about Mike unless. Briggs tells it as Paul West about Mike and Briggs as Paul West says he found out that some people were investigating him. Maybe unless he, but it's a bigger end to get Briggs involved in something deeper with Sid. Right. So maybe we'll see that. Um, maybe it's another end for the Solano cartel because maybe if, um, well, Mike is pissed. That's the only reason why I'm wondering what Briggs does. Because uh, anytime Mike gets mad at Briggs, it's because Briggs is covering himself. But Briggs never shows the full picture. Right. He doesn't. It's greater good a lot. So I feel like if Briggs screws over Mike in that respect, Briggs is going to be like, I know Mike, but let me tell you, I got an in with Solano. Because Sid and Archie are so connected with the Solano, if there was a chance that Briggs could take that angle instead of busting Sid... And taking away his money, using Sid as the angle to get to Solano. Possibly. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, guys. I want to say, shout out to that person who uh, who imitated us perfectly on iTunes. When he's like, to the guy who overanalyzes everything. Because oh Steven does da, da, do da, da, that. Da, da, da. Which, by the way, let us know what you think, y'all. Seriously, comment on YouTube. We know you have something to commentate about. Because Ish is getting cray-cray on the show. Let me uh, Let me find... The, uh, this was episode, this was episode eight, right? Yes. Okay. The ends. Because the, what was, because the unlucky ones, right? The unlucky one one? was the last one. Was it? No. No, Los Manos. Los Malos was the last one. Los Malos. Los Malos. I'm just looking through our YouTube right now. There we go. 
All right, guys, I'm going to give shout-outs because we have a few minutes. I just didn't want to end the show without actually doing this. Mm-hmm. We have... Da, 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 da. That's just for you. Oh, yeah. That's what they were... I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> SM down H9. Why do you guys only read the comments on iTunes? Why don't you read the ones on YouTube? Are our comments not good enough? Oh, I remember that one. No, bro, we were just on iTunes. Sorry. No, bro, your comments are not good enough. No, don't be mean. Your comments aren't, but everyone else's are. Cause I, no, I'm just kidding. No. I'm totally kidding. Shout Bruce, out to you, dude. Blue, Bruce Leroy 03. Michael Johnson. Oh, that's my computer. <laughs> it's an ad. Um, I was like, why did oh. Yeah. It's you and you is me. Um, Pro Prodigy, Halls Yah. And yeah, that's it. All right, cool. That was actually me talking. Isn't that weird? Like, this is going to be some inception right here. My hey, God. Me. And there's Steffi G. Guys, Anyways. thank you so much for tuning in. This has been the AfterBuzz TV After mm-hmm. Show for Graceland Season 2, Episode 8. The ends. I've been your host for the evening, Stephen Lemieux. You can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X, as well as doing The Strain After Show here at AfterBuzz TV and MasterChef. Always got guests for MasterChef. Also, please go to iTunes, rate and subscribe, and leave us a comment so we can give you more shout-outs on our show. Steffi G, the beautiful, the talented, and the wonderful, and I couldn't live without her. Where can yeah, we find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie, G-I-O-R-G-I, as well as on Vine at Stephanie Georgie, and on Instagram at G 47 on Mondays I'll be doing the Fosters at 7 tune in for that love you guys have a good night bye from executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.